W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Fishstick is shoving his face full of donuts. Welcome to the upgrade. Oh my God, dude. Come on. <laughs> They're everywhere. Oh, Welcome we to again? your low-grade, unpaid pit stain of a Risque Monday. Risque pit. You fuck it up every time. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Risque pit stain. To your low-grade, unpaid, risque pit stain of a Monday morning radio show. I'm Fish Stick. I'm the professor. And I'm Lulu. I'm Mulch. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's make the same jokes every week in the beginning. <laughs> Did I do that last time? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got a great show coming up for you, but it's been a it's been a week. It has been a week. Yeah, it has literally been a week. But professor, I know you had something that you wanted to share specifically. I swear to God, I did not make up a single line of this story. But this happened to me driving home last night. So I was driving home and I pull onto my street, and so I see this car in the middle of the road, and I'm like, that car looks like it's in front of my house, and I was like, oh, it's probably my roommate's friends. Um, and so I get closer to this car and I'm looking at it and I'm like, mm, it's probably not my roommate's friends. The car had a bunch of like stickers on it. It just didn't match up their personalities. But anyways, I have just enough room to edge into my driveway. And so I pull in a little bit and I'm staring at this car for like 30 seconds and the engine's running. It's just parked in the middle of the road. And then all of a sudden I hear this like gruff man voice go, what? So I was like, can I help you? And he was like, what? So I was like, can I help you? And he shut his engine off. So I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm eating some ice cream. I shit you not. I'm eating some ice cream. And I was like, okay, why are you doing that in the, in the middle of the road parked in front of my house? And then he goes, oh, is this your house? <laughs> and, and points at like one of my neighbor's houses. And I was like, no, this is my house. Why are you parked in the middle of the road eating ice cream in front of my house? And he's like, are you like trying to get around me or something? Am I offending you? And I was like, no, it's just weird. I don't understand why you're doing this. I'm not offended. I just want you to explain to me why you're parked in the middle of the road. And he goes, well, you know, honestly, I didn't even really realize that I was in the middle of the road. You should not be in a car. So I was like. I was like, that's really concerning because you're driving a car right now. And he goes, oh, no, 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 bro. I'm a really good driver. (laughs) I'm just a bad parker. (laughs) (laughs) So I give it a couple seconds and then I ask him, I'm like, are you fucked up right now? And he's like, what? I was like, are you intoxicated? And he was like, no, and started his car and left. Drove away. Directly into a tree. (laughs) (laughs) No. Needless to say, I called... (laughs) <laughs> the local PD and so that's a real story that happened that really happened I like how he asked you two questions are you trying to get around me <laughs> and am I offending you like one I already got around you <laughs> and yes <laughs> did you see ice cream I didn't see ice cream mm. probably yeah he's probably lying about the ice cream but that, that that's a good story to dip our toes into the weirdness that's going to come out of this episode <laughs> yeah thanks for letting me share on uh, fish sticks topic topics we're going to talk about the most disturbing nursery rhymes and statistics for professor's life de-stressor uh, I believe we have a basketball question for Lulu's viewer reviews I will be reviewing something to do with motion uh, for Mulch's News Garden, I'm going to talk to you about who did what, where, and then what happened. Every <laughs> week it gets more vague. Uh, see, last week sucked. <laughs> this week nailed it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, no, totally nailed it. Next week he's going to be doing a news story. <laughs> <laughs> or an interpretive dance. We don't know. <laughs> That'll be good for our listeners. That'll make for great radio. We got a word from our sponsors right now. We'll drop right into Fish Sticks Topic Topics next. Stay close. If you're headed up to Manchester, there's something new in store for you. All new to the Fish Sticks Aquarium is the Postal Service All-Aquatic Olympic Cor- Olympi- Ol- Ol- Obstacle Course. You can dive into the tanks amidst the eels and the snakes and see if you can deliver the packages to each of the underwater residents. Packages include large boxes, small boxes, and envelopes. Careful, though, you can't get them wet.
plant. So head up to Manchester this weekend, all new to the Fish Sticks Aquarium, the Postal Service All Aquatics Obstacle Course. Tickets are only $40, and this is a family-friendly event. Watch out for the sharks, though. Here's something you might not have thought about. Plants is people, too. Everybody knows that plants grow better if you talk to them, but most people don't even know their names. I understand. It's hard to rustle up a conversation with a hedgerow. They're private folks. That's where we come in. At Shrub Dubbers, we'll consult your carnations and befriend your begonias. We can be your lilac liaison. With our once-a-week consultations, we'll get you and your plants on a first-name basis. Shrub Dubbers, we dub your shrubs, because plants is people, too. Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you this Monday by Sugarware. Stir your coffee with your sugar spoon and when you're done, no spoon. Eat your cake and your sugar fork too. No more waste, no more washing, and they're yummy as well. Get addicted to Sugarware today. That's actually a great. <laughs> product. You know, yeah, I think great idea. I think this sponsorship is a sign that we're growing as a show and also this is a sign that we're growing as a show. We actually had someone submit a topic for Fish Sticks Topic Topics. Mm. All right. Yeah. There we like, go. I don't have to make these up anymore. So this comes from our listener uh Ian. He asks, "What is the most disturbing nursery rhyme?" Oh. And I don't know if he wants like a historical perspective like one that exists or if we need to make one. So. <laughs> well, I know historically, uh, Ring Around the Rosie has very uh, dark. That one's on. incredibly yeah. dark. Yeah, it's yeah. about the plague. Yeah. Yeah. Who decided? <laughs> Let's make this into a children's song. Well, I mean, a lot of like children's stories typically have darker roots. because Yeah, they all came from Germany. Well, and, <laughs> but the other thing that's interesting is there's this phenomenon called kid culture where things that spread through kids spread faster and no one knows where they started. Like... Do you guys know that S that you draw with yeah. the three lines? Nobody knows where that came from. It looks like a chain. Yeah, but everyone everyone as a kid basically has done that mm, or yeah. seen that. Blowing into a Nintendo cartridge. <laughs> that, I think, comes from like an evolutionary uh, no. function. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we do that to? Uh, that's how we used to try and prevent miscarriages. <laughs> What? <laughs> Miss cartridges? It didn't, it didn't work nearly as well for that. <laughs> um, it's but, because it's because kids are sponges. They they soak up information it's like it's nothing. Yeah. Well, and they also have no self awareness. Self editor. Oh, that yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so they just come up with things, and rhyming's fun. So usually, and they'll just tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. I th- I've always thought that Baba Black Sheep was a disturbing nursery rhyme. Because why the fuck is a sheep carrying around bags of wool? That would be like a person carrying around bags of human flesh. And someone asking for them like, Oh my god, you're right. Baba Black Sheep, you got any wool? It'd be like, hey, Baba Professor, got any of that flesh? <laughs> chilling out I think it'd probably be more like hair. I was gonna say, it's not like that at all. It's hair. Okay, but body hair doesn't make it much better. Like, well, now I want to address all the of fact- your hair is body hair. But it's, well, it's the equivalent of us donating our hair for causes. Good point. Okay, but I never realized that Baba Black Sheep was the one responding. And now that you say that, it's like blowing my mind, because Baba Black Sheep, have you any role? Oh, yes, I do. I'm made of it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. One for my master? Oh, no. Now I can't remember it. So I have an actual question that we might need to edit out. Is this nursery rhyme about slavery? I don't think so. I think I think it's innocent. Baba Black Sheep, one bags for my master. Well, this is this is questionable. It might be Shepherd. <laughs> one for my shepherd. You can sing any any word there. No. <laughs> one for the mailman. Um, what's the one? What about three blind mice? They cut off their tails with a carving knife. That's pretty messed up. Yeah. It is weird. Why did they do that? Uh, what's the what's the what's the one about the bridges falling down? London Bridge oh. is falling down. Well, London down. Bridge did fall down. <laughs> that's pretty messed up. Yeah. I thought that's when you pulled someone's pants down. That's pantsing. That's why my wife hates when I sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> so London Bridge, like, what was the tragedy with London Bridge? I don't know. I think London Bridge, I should remember this better because I've seen it a number of times, but um, it's it had a hard time staying up in general. 
it I think it had multiple issues. Did people die? Well, like, they were a lot of people died while they were working on it, and they were sort of built into the bridge. Oh my god! And they would like the Hoover Dam. So that would be the equivalent of us writing a nursery rhyme about 9-11 or the Hoover Dam. Hurricane Katrina came blowing through. What? All your houses are gone. And your family, too. <laughs> oh. This is I Don't Know Radio. <laughs> well, so I don't think we can decide which one's the most disturbing. I'd say they're all disturbing. <laughs> I, they're I all pretty disturbing. I think Around the Rosie is like the eeriest, it's, though. Yeah. I, I just looked up the Baba Black Sheep lyrics. It is one for the master, one for the dame, and one for the little boy who lives down the lane. And um, I also was reading that there are theories about what it means, whether it's referring to a wool tax that was levied against the middle class or also the slave trade. So there, there actually might be something to that, which just contributes to that one being disturbing. So I don't know. I'm standing by Baba Black Sheep being a disturbing one. Yeah. Honestly, if you if, so to get back to basics. This is the whole thing like, hey, if you just smile through a situation, it'll get better. So these people, these terrible things are happening. They're like, let's turn it into a nursery rhyme. <laughs> like, and then they let's got better. Let's sing about oh, it. Oh, wait. What about Rockabye Baby? Because there's babies falling oh. out of trees here. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. That one doesn't even hide it. Yeah. <laughs> when the bow breaks, your cradle fall. will fall. Yeah. It's important to teach infants about the fragility of life. <laughs> yeah. And also about the plague. Baby birds were just kicked are just kicked out of nests. So I think we should do the same to human babies. Build a nest, put them in it. Could you imagine if there were like human cowbirds where like someone would come into your house while you weren't there and just like replace your kid with theirs? And like push your <laughs> yeah, kid out of the tree? There are cultures that have that. It's called changelings between the fairies and the humans. Oh yeah, I guess there is that. There's <laughs> myths. But- <laughs> yeah, I, <think> that's- <laughs> I was expecting an actual culture. <laughs> right. Cowbirds are real. Yeah, but if you had asked those cultures in the past, they would have said it was very real. I've seen a cowbird, though. What is a cowbird? It's a bird. It's a big, <laughs> ugly bird, and what they do is they knock eggs of other birds out of their nests and put their eggs in them, and they don't have to take care of them. They leave. Mm-hmm. They're the deadbeat parents of the bird That's kingdom. <laughs> and they don't pay child support. Yeah. That's awesome. Could you imagine being a bird, and then your egg hatches, and you're like, what? who the fuck is yeah. this? Hey, Karen! <laughs> 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 the worst thing is, is that because the cowbirds generally are bigger than the birds like that are in the nest, it all the other babies die because the cowbird takes all the food. Okay, so I think I think we've got some good answers for that one. And um, I know I said it was a testament to the show that someone actually sent something in, but uh, I still had to make this one up. So I stole it from Reddit. Uh, if you could see one statistic above people's heads, what would it be? Like one statistic about them. Do you think people can choose their statistic? Mm mm. Oh, okay. If like it's it's uniform. Everyone has the same statistic over their head. What's that game? Watch Watchmen or Watchdogs or whatever? It was like GTA, but you could like look at their bank accounts and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So we we say like net worth floating over people's heads. That'd be depressing. That would, that be, would be awful. Also, not very. I mean, I guess for some people who are really greedy or thieves, maybe would find that useful, yeah. but. It would be really funny because of our president. Because he would be like, that's a lot less than he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worth anywhere between one and one hundred billion dollars. This says six thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that's not enough. Um, I, I would say moisture level would be a good one. Like Why? Ex- exterior or interior? Both. <laughs> just like just like level of hydration. On a, like a hundred percent. That would be huge for paramedics. Yeah, because you'd be like, "Oh, this guy's dehydrated," or you could be like, "Oh, this person's sweaty." Like right, like this person's really sweating right now. I'm sweating because of the lack of AC in our building. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you build a radio station between a tannery and a fish shop. It gets smelly and it gets hot. And you yeah. know now, well, now like that high they school. put those windows in, uh, it's retaining all the heat. Did you say it smells like high school? Yes, I did. <laughs> it kind of does, though. Okay, how about their mood? So you know whether you want to talk to them or not, or oh, like if the, you should tiptoe softly about them. Like the scale at a hospital, when it's like a red face to like a green face. That was just like the, the rate your pain thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like emoji form. Yeah, that'd be great. That's fucking That hilarious. would be huge to nurses. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, pain level. Yeah. Because my, my wife is a nurse. And she's like, all right, describe your pain one through ten. One is no pain. Ten is the worst pain you've ever been in. And people are just sitting there like, mm, ten. <laughs> like, no, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, 
Your pain's a four. I'm willing to bet. Yeah. So people people have no idea how to gauge that. So if you just look above their head and see it, I mean, you'd still ask them and be like, no, you fucking idiot. How, oh, wait. So this would this would tell you how much pain they're in. Yes. Yeah. Would this be physical or like also emotional? Oh, yeah, both. I'd say. That'd be a great one. Oh, yeah. But that would just people. So people just have like an emoji floating over their head or would it be like a satisfaction statistic? No, like, it would be the bar and the face would be on. It'd be like a slider. Yeah. And it would be, but would it update in real time or would it be like every 15 minutes? (laughs) I think it would be real time. I think real time. That'd be really funny though. And dating would be super awkward because if you're like hanging out with someone, you're having a conversation and you crack a joke and you just see like, and you're like, and then yours goes way down and they're like, oh no. And you're like, this isn't going to work. But sex would be great. Yeah, no, I think people will be more satisfied. You know, yeah. it, it it breaks down walls is what that does. It does. You know, it would probably lead to, like, much a much happier society. Seriously. Because if, if you're, like, at work and some person comes up to your counter and they're like, hey, idiot, you fucked this up, you could see their slider and it'd probably be down on the red side and be like, they're having a really bad day. Okay, if you work in a place where that happens, don't. I've worked many customer service yeah. jobs where that happens. Yeah. Also, they would then get to see the effect on you. Right. Because even though as customer service, you're going like, oh, that's great. Yeah, I am an idiot. Let me help you. <laughs> but in your head, yeah, I would, yeah. I think that's a pretty good one. Is that a statistic, though? If you put it on like a happiness scale, I they're guess. 100% happy or they're 0% happy. Yes. I, I think the happiness scale is the best thing. Yeah, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. We're going to drop right into our first song, but uh, I kind of have a story. We have another one from Way of the Headband. But the thing is, so you remember, I think it was episode four, we played Daily Song, Daily song and we were like, oh, what is that? You, yeah, what is it? Uh, so I was messaging the guy from the band, Adam, and he said it was Dialysis song, like dialysis, because their drummer has had his kidney removed and replaced three times. Oh and my in that gosh. same episode, we talked about getting your kidney removed more than once. <laughs> No way. And then we played that song. No way. Yeah, so he messaged me. I was like, oh, oh shit, shit, dude. Did like. <laughs> Sometimes that's stars crazy. line up perfectly. Yeah. And that's one. So, legit, we did not plan that. No. And all the listeners out there, that was not planned. <laughs> yeah, no. That's amazing. And I guess we just didn't catch on with the lyrics. But yeah, so that's Dialy's song. Dialy's song. <laughs> Also, so, uh, we hope your drummer's doing good. Yeah, no, because yeah. that's that's fucking rough. Yeah. I, apparently he is. He said he's fine and that he thought it was funny. They weren't offended, which is cool because I felt like a dick right after that. Hey, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> the producer's like, move along. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is the the other song from them. This is House of Fire by Way of the Headband. Check them out. Wayoftheheadband.com. This is 1091 WIDK. I don't know radio. Oh, boy.
on fire on 1091 WIDK. Check them out at waytheheadband.bandcamp.com. And I think I can get behind the message of that song 100%. Yeah. It is nice to have a house that is not on fire. I've lived in a house that's not on fire. I have too. It's nice. Most of my life actually. Yeah. It was pretty nice. Uh all right, so we're going to drop right into it. Professor, are you ready? Oh yeah. Oops. Whenever is fine. <laughs> I Don't Know Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor life de-stressor is brought to you by Infinity Bags. They can be used over and over because they're flavored rocks. Straightforward. Infinity Bags. I wonder what t- the tea tastes like. Did they send? Did they send us a sample of this product? Because I would love. Yeah, but I, I think they put it in the garden. Because as I, <laughs> I walked in, I smelled like Earl Grey, and I looked, and there were some interesting rocks. They sell it in those big burlap sacks. Wow. Wow. Well, why would you need that many if they just last forever? You'd only need one. That's going to be horrible on the tea industry. Well, I have a hunch that you probably need a lot of them to get any flavor because they're rocks. I would assume like a river would taste very similar. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Well, all right. This is a, we have a caller for Professor's Life Distressor today, and uh, here it is. Hey, this is uh, Johnny down at uh, uh, Seacrest Heights. A long time, first time, uh, all the time, caller. And I was wondering about LeBron. Is that is he French? Also, if he were to dunk the ball so hard that it bounced down and then up through a hoop and then back down, would that count as uh, uh, four points? I'll take my hands off to you. Thanks. All right. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Johnny from from where? I think he said Seacrest Heights or Seacrest Tights, which might be the place that manufactures Ryan Seacrest's pants. So it could be a place or a company. Yeah, I don't know, but it poses some good <laughs> questions. That's a good question, uh, Johnny. I have no idea. LeBron James is definitely French. Go I have on. a question. So this is the professor's life de-stressor, so he's stressing about this? Obviously. I'm kind of stressing about it now. It never occurred to me that LeBron might be... LeBron James. LeBron James might be French. That's his first name, though. Yeah, LeBron. I would be willing to bet he is not French. He could be of French descent. His last name is James. Maybe it's maybe it's James. Yeah, James. LeBron James. LeBron James. What did he say? If, he, if LeBron dumped... If he dunked, <laughs> <laughs> we know that uh, Fish Stick is definitely a basketball follower. I think I just had an ocular stroke. <laughs> if, 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 Le- if if LeBron, it's LeBron. LeBron. If LeBron, if LeBron dunked the ball, 
so hard that it bounced straight back up through the hoop and then down through the hoop again would it count as two two dunks which would be four points no because if it goes back through the other way that cancels one it out it cancels the first one out so when it goes back does that happen through. though like if you if you're playing basketball and you chuck it up through the hoop at the bottom do they really take a point off wait do you know how we were talking about what could make a sport better yeah. <laughs> what if you could cancel points in basketball by throwing it up through the opponent's hoop? Oh, that's actually hilarious. That'd bring a whole other strategy. So you're thinking about this, though, as two dunks, but what if it was three? Because it's technically going through the hoop three times. It does go through the hoop three times, Lulu. You're right. But it goes up, down, through the hoop, backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about that. <laughs> It goes through the hoop. I would say that's two points, and then it bounces back up. And I think since it's backwards, it would cancel it out. Oh, wait a minute. But that's minus one point. What? Would it be? Oh. Yeah, so it goes through the hoop on the dunk. That's two points. Goes back up. That's minus one. We're at one point. And it comes back down. That's two points. Unless LeBron runs back behind the three-point line in the time it takes the ball to come back down through the hoop. In which case it would become a three-pointer, which would be worth four points in total. Yeah, because you'd have the two points for the dunk, minus one for the backup, and then three points for being behind the line. That makes sense. Yeah, but has anyone actually thrown a basketball up, back, through... Oh, you've up, infected down, back, me. through the hoop, <laughs> backwards? Yeah, and then has there been a result in an actual game from this that we know what would happen? Well, no, I think that's why we're so uncertain about the actual rulings of but the situation. But I think it would just be so incredible for it to go without it even being like thrown again, to go down and then up again through it and then down again. I think just for the in- pure incredibleness of it, it should get more points. It is LeBron we're talking about. It's LeBron. The real question is, who could beat LeBron James? What about Le- LeBrain? LeBron James. <laughs> LeBrains? I think Michael Jordan could probably beat him. Well, yeah. Well, Mulch, I'm, are, okay. are you here with us yes, today? Yes, I'm watching a video of a basketball going through the hoop twice, <laughs> and I want to see how they scored it. I'm doing research. Are you really? <laughs> so here's what happened in this video is it was a college uh, female basketball team, and she shot it from the three-quarter court line. Oh, wow. So she shot it. It went in the hoop, and the way it hit the back of the hoop, like the rim, yeah. came through the hoop and back up over top and went through again. But what? They only, they only counted it as once. What? They only counted it as once? Yeah. How the hell did it even do that? I don't know, man. Fucking physics, I guess. I think they should have just won right off. Like, Yeah, no matter the that's, score. That's the end of the game. <laughs> that was cool. That's the end of basketball. You just caught the snitch. <laughs> you, yeah, you <laughs> just beat it. Yeah, so it like hit the back of the rim. It, it, so the angle, it came down, but the hoop caught it. Oh, and transferred the uh, velocity. It transferred like, it back up. That's fucking rad. Yeah. Huh. So, but the thing is... It didn't go back up through the hoop. So if it had done that, instead of going around, would they have counted it? We should probably get the commissioner uh, of basketball. Sorry. I brought in one of those smoke colas <laughs> I'm addicted. I don't know. I, I don't think we can allow you to have any... Anything to consume while we do this. You're disgusting. Uh, that smoke cola is delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, here's the deal, Johnny. I think we've come down to LeBron James is indeed French. <laughs> He's the Frenchest guy. No question about it. And if he did dunk the ball so hard that it went up through the hoop and then came back down, it would be a total of three points. No, no. The game is won 150 points, and everyone gets off their broomsticks and leaves. No, that's if it doesn't go <laughs> back up through... <laughs> We're we're back. What Lulu's saying is, if the, the by chance that it goes through the hoop twice on one uh, basketball movement, yes, you automatically win the game without a cancellation. Point. That is not what I thought BM stood for. <laughs> basketball <laughs> movement. Also, that sounds painful. Oh, right. So okay, yeah. So there you have it. There you have it. LeBron is French, and that would be three points. Three points. All right. So get out there and play some basketball this weekend and make it happen. We got a a word from our sponsors coming up, and then we're going into Lulu's Reviews. 
These that was a fucking question. <laughs> Seriously. You're Send right. Your best questions for Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. Reveal your most burning personal issues to the professor by emailing them a voice memo or leaving a voicemail at 304-566-WIDK. Give Lulu something weird to review. If you have a commercial script, they'll read it. Also, if you're a musician and you want them to play your song, they'll probably do that too. The bar is honestly pretty low. Email all of your submissions to I don't know radio at gmail.com. Also, if for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire of a show, rate it five stars on iTunes. But make sure you leave an angry, scathing review in the text box, just because I think that'd be kind of funny. Uh, yes, hello, my name is Dr. Swinkle. I'm a very good doctor. I'm also a very good cook. I decided to merge my two passions and open up Dr. Swinkle's Diagnostic Dogs. I have repurposed an ambulance into a fully-fledged house call vehicle and food truck. I'll check your wiener while I sizzle one up as well. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up. I'll either come to your door or you'll I'm uh, 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 drive when I, you'll hear me my theme music. It's really cool when I'm driving by. It's it's who let the dogs out. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh, the music license costs more than my medical license. Oh, we also have vegetarian options, too. I'm now serving fried eggplant, though it kind of tastes like shit. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I don't know radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's Viewer Reviews. And today's review is brought to you by Iced Coffee. Want half the coffee for double the price? Iced coffee. <laughs> at least they're at least they're fucking admitting it now. Yeah. I suppose yeah, and then you can make a conscious decision to have less. Maybe I mean maybe you're trying to cut back on coffee and but... pay more for ice. Mm, yeah. Uh, you know when you're paying for ice, you're paying for a lack of energy. Like for, from a physics standpoint, it's kind of interesting <laughs> when you think of it. It's quite a process to remove the energy though. Yeah, it is. Hey, was that commercial from the same doctor from episode 1? Yeah. We kind of put him on the map. Uh, well, the reason it was, uh, he phoned it in because there's, we actually have a restraining order out because after we stopped <laughs> responding to his emails, he started showing up at the studio after hours. Our producers issued a restraining order and uh, then he decided he wanted to advertise with us and we're so strapped for cash that they allowed him to do that under oh. the condition that he did it without coming in. So he did it over the phone and yeah. Honestly, I could go for a dog right now. You'd shut your goddamn mouth, Lulu. <laughs> So today, okay, I'm going to be honest. Today is not a good review day. I'm not even going to make you guess because I have done nothing to have you guess about. I am going to make a plea out to all of our listeners out there. Um, both of you guys. Yeah, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I need things to review. And honestly, I'm feeling a bit strapped coming up with them on my own. So... Please <laughs> send them in. <laughs> so today I am reviewing... And they can, they can be anything because you're the person who reviewed eggplants yeah. as a concept, although that and one happiness. was sent in. Happiness. That was one you made up, right? Yeah. Those are... Anything. Anything. I mean, it's come down to me, you know, reviewing my neighbor's peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So please help. All <laughs> Please. So <laughs> I heard it came down to me reviewing my neighbor's pee... <laughs> Not butter and jelly sandwich, and I was like, "What? Peanut, <laughs> peanut butter, right?" Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. God damn it! I've I've hit my head on this microphone yeah, like same. six times, yeah. but it's the same microphone that it's always been in the same spot. I don't know what the fuck is up with this morning. All right, I just did it right now. <laughs> You'll hear that later. <laughs> well, I was walking to work today. If you can call this that. Um, and I was struggling to come up with something to review, and I was searching in my vicinity for something to review, and I thought, well, I'll just review walking, I guess. All right. It was too early, honestly. Ooh. I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate walking. Yeah. Ah, we have the, yeah, the votes in from I give it. I give it a thumbs down. A thumbs down too for slow. walking. Too, too slow. slow. As far as methods of being ambulant... I would say walking is not my first choice, but I wouldn't say it's the worst. 
I mean, to be fair, anything that walks on all fours kind of has a better thing figured out. Yeah, that's something I noted. I, uh, I have never seen you walk a day in your life. <laughs> I'm not like in... I, you are perpetually leaning forward because of how fast you travel at all times. Okay, I run everywhere. It's because walking takes time that I don't want to spend walking. Yes, but it's both basic and... and <laughs> Anything to add, Mulch? Uh, nope. <laughs> On the other hand, it's a very easy way to get exercise because it's not too straining. You don't have to go to a special place. You can just walk where you're going to go anyway or enjoy the outdoors. If you lean forward like I do, it's good for your lower back. <laughs> I question that. Just putting stress on something doesn't mean it's good for it. I don't know. I don't know what, why you think that is. That's what I've done in all of my relationships. You're the only person I know that can flux flex their lower back muscles. <laughs> How's that smoke a cola doing for you? I think we're gonna have to take it away. <laughs> You've had forty two of them since we sat down for this episode. That would explain a lot. <laughs> oh my god! So, how, what, where did you walk? I well, I walked from home to here. How long? Mm, fifteen minutes. The crazy part is you live fifteen miles away. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that is not a walking pace. No, Lulu is fourteen feet tall, <laughs> ten of which is legs. <laughs> Can you imagine having a twenty-foot stride? Uh, no, but Lulu can. <laughs> it looked like a daddy long legs, but like without the extra f- six legs. Thank you. He almost said five. I know. Well, one got amputated. Yeah. <laughs> daddy some legs. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'd recommend walking, you know, if you don't have money for a gym membership or can't run for some reason or don't have a bike or basically you're desperate. There's a lot of um, qualifying elements to this recommendation. You make walking sound like applying for a credit card. Honestly, maybe it's... (laughs) it's, uh, I don't know how you've done it, but you have. Like... Walking's all right for doing stuff at the same time, but like I wish humans had evolved so that we could get down on all fours to travel. Because then, you know, when you're on two legs, you have to balance. And even though you don't consciously think of it, that's taking up brain power and energy and muscle. And like four legged animals can travel much more efficiently. Mm -hmm. I wish we had like the option to switch, like reversible Uh, elbows or whatever it would take. Yeah, good point. I was like, you can just do that. Yeah, but it doesn't. It, our lo- our arms aren't long enough, and our backs aren't structured properly no. for it. Evolutionarily speaking, <laughs> going for a walk is dumb. <laughs> like that's like lions, if they're chasing prey, if they get to the point where their caloric the expulsion does not meet the caloric intake they'll get from chasing that animal, they'll just stop. And it's like a it's like a nate. They'll just be like mm, fuck it, and they'll just stop and be like mm, next time. So going for a walk, like if an animal saw us going for a walk, they'd be like, what are they doing? That's dumb. Why are you using that energy just to do a circle around your neighborhood and come back? (laughs) Well, that's why we're naturally lazy and like why we like sweet things because it's energy we can get without expending, you know, because we have that instinct too. But now we're like, we don't actually have to do anything. So we just get fat. Could you imagine if everyone always ran everywhere? It's like go outside. Oh my God, it's Jim. Yeah. yeah, he's gone. Hi, Jim. Oh, hey, Jim. But- there are plenty of animals, though, that do walk. It conserves energy for when they're not trying to run away or catch something. Right. Horses don't-, don't run everywhere. But they don't walk for exercise. No, but that's because they don't need to exercise because they're always walking. <laughs> right. Yeah, but horses also sleep standing up, so that's a bad example. Yeah. They have no choice but to just be. They can sleep doing lying that. down as well. What? Yeah, they can. Humans have more stamina. Like, we can run and walk for miles and miles and miles. Like, no, no other animal can do that. S- yeah. Some humans. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all humans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bring awareness. <laughs> the fact that How we numerous humans can run marathons is amazing. Yeah. Also, the, the concept of a marathon is funny. Does, does everybody know how that came about? No. The no. guy that ran. Yes. Yeah, okay. So he ran from Greece or something. Greece to the town of Marathon, correct? Or was his name Marathon? I, yeah, no, he, to the town of Marathon. Right, to the city of Marathon was- to deliver news. He was like, hey, the army's coming. 
instantly died. Just like died of exhaustion. And that, so somebody was like, we should honor that guy by fucking doing that. But not dying at the but end. But not dying. Oh my God. What like a, that's like a slap. Like, isn't that funny? Hey, we do that thing you did, but none of us die. So like, <laughs> we just do it a little better. Hey, yeah. If, if you didn't suck so bad at this, you'd fucking still be here. Have you met Paul Revere? Because he used a horse. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> you can't run a marathon on a horse. <laughs> oh man, it's my service animal. <laughs> do that. I can't. I can't run without my horse. <laughs> my Kenyan horse. Do you run next to it? No. No, I run in a chariot behind it. No, I don't have legs. <laughs> I I guess I'm left with giving walking a one out of four. A one out of four. All right. Yeah. What's up next? Uh, we got another song. It's uh, really. Yeah, we have two songs an episode. Professor, the format doesn't change. We already played a song earlier. Yeah, we did. We played Way of the Headband. Oh, well. I had to show him the clock. Uh, this <laughs> this is from uh, Ian Gallopo. You can check out iangallopo.bandcamp.com. This song is called Unwinding on 1091 WIDK. You're the bull inside the china shop I built up in my brain. Tearing down thoughts that I so carefully arranged Breaking down the matadors and crashing through the walls I am watching Watching as the world falls down, down, down Down, down, down You're the hurricane careening through the city in my head Ripping through the corridors and tearing them to shreds A beautiful destruction, just watch it all unfold You are dancing, dancing as the sun goes down, down, down Down, down, down Quiet ocean waters I am treading in my mind Silently unwinding all my memories in your tides I'm waving from the surface as the tension is undone I am waiting Waiting as the clock runs down, down, down Down, down down. Ian Gallopo unwinding on 1091 WIDK. Check out iangallopo.bandcamp.com for more of his songs. Lulu. Yes. I believe we're going into Mulch's News Garden. <laughs> I almost got skipped. Oh, fuck me. We're keeping it. Keep it in. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> yes. I am ready. You ready for your segment? <laughs> Absolutely. This is going to be a bitch. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. All right. Mulch's News Garden is brought to you by the new wind power initiative, Mission Airy. Standing tall and delivering hard for all your energy needs. Mission Airy. Taking other major power companies face to face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Mission Airy. All right. <laughs> So look it up, two words, or look up the other one, but it's not going to be as fun. <laughs> All right, so this one's going to be tough because it hits close to home. A woman in Aurora, Colorado was cited by police officers Thursday after allegedly damming, damaging a microwave at a 7-Eleven by placing a urine sample in the microwave, causing the urine to explode. Why? That's disgusting. So she microwaved her urine in a 7-Eleven microwave. And it exploded. If you ever need a reason not to buy food at a gas station, I think that's <laughs> no, it. Get it. So the report states that she entered the 7-Eleven, placed something in the microwave, 
After a few seconds, a clerk heard a loud bang. The clerk told police that she saw her exit the store immediately after the explosion and that there was yellow liquid dripping from the microwave and the smell was unquestionably urine. (laughs) So... That doesn't actually hit close to home. I was, that's where my main this question never, was. This has never happened to me. However, this is not the first time someone has microwaved urine at a 7-Eleven. What the what? fuck? Last what? year, police in Oregon responded to similar incident at a 7-Eleven when a suspicious object exploded in the store's microwave. The suspicious, suspicious object was a urine sample wrapped in a hand warmer. <laughs> in a hand warmer? Yes. And the other crazy thing... Neither of those people have been found. <laughs> so the two people that have... With a urine sample. Correct. So the two people that have microwaved their urine have not been caught by police. Because it's not their urine. That's why they're nuking it. They're trying to pass drug tests. They bought this urine on the dark web, and it got shipped to them, and it's cold, and they needed to be warm, so they're on their way to go take the drug test. They figure, how do I warm this up? That explains the hand warmer. Oh, my God. They're nuking it at 7-Eleven. Why so- wouldn't you just leave it on your dashboard? For a little while. What if it's February? You could, like, hold it under your arm. You just swish it around for a minute. I don't know if you guys have ever accidentally peed on your hands, but it's a lot warmer <laughs> than you could probably get it from holding it under your arm like that. Yeah, that but, is a good point. But even the time between... <laughs> it's just glossing right over the <laughs> the detail of that. I mean, there's still a space of time between giving urine sample and the time that the doctors pick it up. Like, it would cool down a bit. Have you ever taken a drug test? Well, I don't see that. I've given a urine sample, not specifically for taking a drug test. You pee in a cup and they take it right there. Like they give you the cup, you pee in it, and then you give the cup back to them immediately. So it's got to be warm. Yeah, but it's it's still not doesn't have to be as warm as the moment it issues from your body. Yeah, but if it's cold, they're gonna be like. That's strange. Is your internal body temperature 45 degrees? That's strange. You're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I still think you could warm it up in an easier way than trying to microwave it in a gas station. I was just say swish it around your mouth for a couple minutes. That's uh, that's the easiest way to get to. That would probably be the best way to get to to your body temperatures in like swish it around your mouth. So I actually have something hilarious to read. It appears that whoever was on his or her way to do a drug test did not feel that it was warm enough, so they decided to microwave it at a 7-Eleven, Beaverton Police spokesperson Mike Rowe said at the time. You called it. So Mike Rowe, the guy from fucking Dirty Jobs, (laughs) is also a spokesperson for Beaverton Police out of Oregon. (laughs) Is he? Is that... That makes me feel like the story's not true, but it is. These are actual news stories we get offline. Yeah, these are... Wow. None of these are made up. So no. that is a true thing. So first of all, That's you're like Columbo. Nailed it. Very cool. That. Except both of your eyes work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm impressed that you just came up with that on the fly and it was fucking true. Because you didn't read this prior to giving it to me. No. I'd never seen it until that point when you read it. Oh, fuck. You actually uh, did read it, didn't you? You piece of shit. You asshole. Oh, you tried taking credit for it, you dumb fuck. I think someone should fire fish. And also, you could have taken credit for it because all three of us were like, wow. I was super impressed. I was like, that's good sleuth work. I'm not always that impressed because these things are so above my head that I never would guess it. So I'm just like, oh. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. I I end up doing a lot of the prep work for the show. So uh, they make me screen your news stories. I don't usually read them in depth. But um, it's just so funny. That one I did because I was like, "What? What was that?" Because I, I like to be a surprise for me too. So I usually just scam through them to make sure that it's a, a thing that's okay. You just said that they you have to screen this stuff. Uh, yeah, the producers like. Do you even screen it though? <laughs> not, not really. I'm, um, I'm guessing there's probably not a lot of options in what we're given. Based off of our content, I'm I'm curious about what. Yeah, they're not even listening. Okay, yeah, no, I barely even look at the stuff. They, they tell me I need to screen it, but I, I, yeah. It usually just passes right over the desk, but that headline grabbed me. I'm sorry that I lied to you guys. Yeah, we forgive you. Oh, do we? I don't know if we I can just, trust him. Professor forgives you. I don't care. You guys are just so clever and funny, <laughs> and I've just been smoking a lot of smoking colas lately, and I didn't feel like I was on my game, so I wanted to be impressed. It's not, you wouldn't be smoking or drinking. What would that be? Sminking. 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 I'm joking. Dude, I sminked. I sminked or smunked so hard last night. Keep smunking my clothes. I got so smunked. How many sminks? <laughs> Do like 30 smunk. Oh my gosh. All right. That's, so that's what I have for Mulch's News Garden. So yeah, uh, we'll drop the before cast. So we'll drop the before cast and 
get on our way and you can get on with the rest of your Monday morning. Who's got the beforecast? Yeah, so yesterday it was pretty sunny. It was a little rainy in the morning. A little rainy in the morning. But throughout the day it was sunny. Last night it got dark and tonight it's going to get dark. Dark again. As dark? dark? Probably. Yeah, probably Probably just as dark. It's that time of year. Especially with the smog. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, the smog's bad. The smog's really bad. Uh, stay out of the smog. Stay safe. That is the show. Thanks for listening to Baba I Ganoush. Don't Know Radio. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back, and you spent it listening to these idiots. Not that I want to encourage this kind of behavior, but I am contractually obligated to remind you that you can call 304-566-WIDK, email Radio at gmail.com, or find I Don't Know Radio on Facebook. Personally, I'd block all of those, but thanks for listening to I Don't Know Radio.